He's wild. He's sweet. He'll shred your couch on a whim. Then come crawling back to you, purring happily at your feet. His behavior may be erratic, but he's still the world's best cat, who deserves nothing less than world's best cat litter. The number one natural and sustainable litter brand with no harmful chemicals or silica dust. Trade your clay today. Get world's best cat litter for the world's best cat. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Back for another episode of Average Savage Podcast. Got a special guest, Amobi Akugo. Amobi, what's good? Uh, chilling, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So let's just uh, jump right into it and um, tell tell the audience a little about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I'm Amobi Akugo, uh, 27 years old, born in Hayward, um, first generation Nigerian American, the oldest of four siblings. Got two brothers and a sister. Um, born in Hayward, raised in Sacramento. Um, uh, professional soccer player, currently a free agent, and uh, I guess an entrepreneur now as well. Okay. Uh, that's a little bit about myself. I know we'll dive into more as the podcast keeps going. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah, growing up in California, um, I know you went to UCLA. So, how did you decide to go to UCLA? Also, I mean, I, I traveled a lot during my during my youth, mm-hmm. um, just traveling for soccer. Um, so when I was choosing colleges, my parents basically said I have to stay in California. So it was up to Stanford, UCLA, Santa Clara, and Cal. Yep. And ultimately, uh, UCLA was the closest but farthest away out of all the school. Or the farthest away, but still close enough. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, <laughs> so they did they sell you on anything, or it was just like that's where you, that's where you wanted to go? Uh, um, yeah, UCLA, they don't have to do any selling. Once you get on yep. the campus... They say once you get on the campus, your decision is usually made. Yeah. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, you know, go go on my official visit. Um, and once I went on the campus, once I got to hear more about them, obviously the education, the component, and then the student athlete component is top notch. But just being in Westwood and around that, around that, it was just it was a game changer for me. And I think I I, I made my verbal commitment like at the, the the second I arrived back to Sacramento. Gotcha. And I know uh, you only played one season there, and then you got drafted to the MLS. Was that, like, planned that you were going to only play one season? No. It, to be honest, it wasn't planned at all. Um, you know, being a first-generation Nigerian-American, both my parents valued education yeah. um, a lot. But it just happened where, you know, I just got a, uh, a deal I couldn't refuse. And mm-hmm. um, the fact that they were offering to continue to pay for my education right. um, with the contract I signed, it was just... You know, you got to do it. You can only play soccer for so long, so might as well get as many years as you can while you can. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure uh, not that many people knew that uh, they were going to pay for your college. Um, yeah, well, usually, well, at this time, during, with, the, with the MLS, yeah. they were offering a Generation Adidas contract. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The, the, base, the, the basis of the contract is that Adidas will, um, they to entice um, kids to leave early, they, they will re- uh, reimburse you for your for your education. Gotcha. So um, I was able to get um, reimbursement stipends and play soccer at the same time. So it was a, it was a win-win for me and my family. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, if they had that probably for more sports, it'd probably be easier for people to make decisions. Yeah, exactly. I think more and more um, schools and um, schools and leagues are starting to do it, but it's still yeah. not where I feel it needs to be uh, for the most part. Yeah, for sure. So what was it like getting drafted uh, in the first round? 
that MLS? Uh, it was just uh, it was an honor, you know, to be drafted, to be uh, recognized for your talents. Uh, luckily, my my school uh, UCLA, we had a good year. So you know, when the team does well, everyone individuals start to shine. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough um, with my background being with the youth national teams and stuff like that that um, I had some uh, that I had some I guess some hype or some eyes on me mm-hmm. and. Um, our team was able to go far, and a couple teams showed interest. Um, and ultimately, Philadelphia picked me in the first round. So it was an honor. I was very grateful, especially because Philadelphia, mm-hmm. for them to put their trust in me as one of their first picks for their new team because they were an yeah. expansion team at that time. Yeah. So, yeah, what was that like? Um, did they uh, – were they recruiting you before this? Before, like, they drafted you? Did you go in to train with them or work out? Um, no, no. So, so – um, because they were a new team, they didn't really have any training before. Gotcha. You know, now if they like, if they have that eye on you, they might have you come in like the summer before, yeah. see how you like mesh. Mm-hmm. But because it was like a new team, literally they showed interest at the combine. Uh, I apparently talked to my agent, and then when the when the draft came around, they picked me. I didn't really have an idea that they were um, that interested. Um, I actually thought I was going somewhere else. But um, they ultimately picked me, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, for sure. So what was your overall experience like playing in the MLS? I know you played for Philadelphia, Kansas City, Orlando, and Portland. Oh, yeah, it's been a, I mean, it's the only soccer league I know. So yeah. I, I feel like um, I've grown as not only just on the field but off the field. Uh, it's been a great experience. Some of my best friends have come from, you know, soccer in, mm-hmm. in the MLS. And to be able to kind of see it grow as I've grown. MLS, I remember 2010, there was only um, like 18 teams. Now there's 22, 23, Mm -hmm. um, about to be 26 teams coming into the league. So just to see that growth, see the stadiums and expansion that's that's being a part of it, all the foreigners that are coming to play, uh, it's been an amazing experience to be part of that. Uh, Obviously, I'm a free agent right now, but Mm -hmm. um, it's been great to see um, the growth, not only from a personal level, but um, the league as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Now, playing in Philadelphia, that was like an expansion team, and then you went to Orlando. I think they were in their second year maybe when you started playing for them. So did you like have an expectation yeah. going in? So, so Orlando was also an expansion team, but the yeah. difference between Orlando and uh, Philadelphia was that Orlando already had history because they were um, they came from the lower division. Oh, okay. So instead of where Philadelphia was just started from the ground up, gotcha. Orlando kind of already had a head start. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I was part of the. So when I when I when my contract ran out in Philadelphia, I signed a new contract with Orlando, mm-hmm. and um, it was to be part of their first another another expansion team. Or and that was a great experience too because the fans in Orlando really love soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, they really make it part of their community, and to be part of that, even though. It was uh, for a short period of time, it was just an amazing experience. Yeah, for sure. So even though um, you're only 27, you played eight years in the MLS so far. So what else is what's next for you, soccer-wise? Oh, uh, so we'll see. You know, I've got a couple options, um, both domestically and abroad. Yeah. Just trying to weigh them out. Um, the summer window is um, over at the end of August, so hopefully something comes about. If nothing comes about, I'll probably uh, end up uh, moving forward with my life and my career unless something comes out the blue. Um, but that, that's kind of my mindset right now. Uh, eight years, it's a lot of years yeah. above the average. Obviously, I'd like to get to at least 10. I think that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, that's my benchmark. But um, 
we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. So you would be open to play overseas or no? Oh, yeah, I'd be definitely open to play overseas. I mean, I feel like I've played in MLS domestically long enough. Yeah. Um, this would be a perfect time to test my luck or, you know, try something new. Yeah, definitely and, be a uh, cool experience, I think. Oh, yeah, it'd be a great experience, I feel like. Especially the fans over there, probably compared to here, probably just unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. It really just depends on what league, but, yeah. you know, it's it's ingrained in the culture overseas. Yeah. Um, they just have a longer history of, you know, having soccer as one of the main sports, whereas soccer here is still, like, lower in the pecking order, mm-hmm. even though it's grown every day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So so since then, uh, you started your own brand of Frugal Athlete. So how did you come up with that, and why did you come up with that? Yeah, so Frugal Athlete really came about kind of randomly. Uh, I was watching ESPN 30 for 30, um, Broke. Mm-hmm. And um, after after watching that, I was, like, really interested to see, uh, you know, they keep talking about all these broke players. They keep talking about players losing all their money. How come there's no players that, uh, you know, that are showcased, that are doing well yeah. with their career or their finances after they retire? So uh, after doing some research, what I kept finding were, you know, guys like Magic Johnson, LeBron James, uh, Tom Brady, guys that, like, like were businesses within themselves, brands within themselves, and they really didn't have to worry about their career. Um, Sorry, they didn't have to worry about their finances after their career was over because they made so much money. Whereas, I mean, sorry, uh, soccer in America is not at that level, so I couldn't really use them as role models. So I had to talk... After talking with my brother and with my best friend and just always being interested in business, I just decided to kind of start it on my own. So I started with a simple Squarespace blog, and then from there, um, we actually tried to build it out. And now it's a little bit more organized. Uh, we're trying to build out an actual business from it, and it's been a, it's been a fun process so far. Yeah, for sure. And um, I see you are uh, rebranding the podcast, so what's uh, going to come on on that? Yeah, we're just going to make it cleaner all around, you know, as you continue to try to expand and try to grow a business, you know, you have time to, you know, really change things and see where you got, see where you make mistakes, see where you can improve on. So uh, the most important thing is starting. And I feel like we did that. Yeah. Now we have some time. We built some, uh, we built some, built quite a bit of an audience. So now, um, obviously we hate to take breaks, but with, uh, with the reinforcements that we, we, we plan on making, uh, we can kind of, you know, give better, more consistent and uh, more engaging content because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. And what is your uh, ultimate goal for a frugal athlete? Uh, we want it to be the one-stop shop with, uh, for at professional athletes and student athletes yeah. and the fans that follow these athletes to, to learn about financial literacy, um, you know, create a positive atmosphere where, you know, athletes are sharing prudent um, financial and smart career decisions and uh, just be that platform where, you know, someone can come on and learn and aspire to be uh, frugal with their with their financial playbook and whether they need a role model through one of our interviews, whether they need um, some advice by some of our informative um, research and blogs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, we plan to be that that. That, that source or that database. Um, so we got we got some cool, engaging content coming, both video, audio, and uh, of course, can't forget about the written um, cool. <laughs> pieces coming, and hopefully we can continue to build out our platform. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, have have uh, pro athletes been reaching out to you? Yeah, there's been a good amount of pro athletes that I've been able to connect with just 
yeah. being a pro athlete myself, and there's been um, um, a lot of former pro athletes and then um, current pro athletes, but more former pro athletes that I've reached out and been like, yeah, this is a great thing that you're doing. Keep it up. I'd love to get involved. Yeah. So we got two people that uh, we got two people that have kind of reached out and are writing pieces that are current athletes and hopefully we can continue to build that out and uh create sort of a, a structure about it where people can kind of do guest blog posts and share their perspective because everyone's perspective is a little bit different yeah yeah for sure and everyone's experience is a little different too exactly so let's just jump into some ran- random fun questions so what do you think about uh the growth of soccer in the united states uh, it's, 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 it's just scratching the surface. Yeah. I mean, you see, um, I mean, I, I think, I don't know, I don't know exact numbers, but I know studies, there's been select studies that show youth soccer is one of the most popular sports. I feel like even if you don't play soccer long term, everyone starts off playing youth soccer. It's just a sport that everyone can play. All you need is a ball and some gear, yeah. whereas other sports you need all these different regulations and things. Um, and now, with whether it's football or other sports where you see the head injuries, um, soccer um, soccer is kind of that sport that, although it's a physical sport, it's not as dangerous or as um, t- time-consuming as, say, baseball or dangerous as football. And uh, as the exposure in the States continues to grow with TV ads and revenue and more games on TV, it's only going to be uh, more prevalent for the younger kids to kind of aspire or have people to aspire to when they're playing on the youth soccer and hopefully it can translate long-term to them playing, you know, in high school and then in college and then have aspirations to play pro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know, especially like you were just saying before with the MLS expansions and I think the Miami team is coming soon. And uh... Yeah, so they're coming soon, Nashville's coming soon, Cincinnati's coming soon. So these are all different markets that soccer is now, or I want to say now, but I have a bigger opportunity to reach different markets whereas you know before it was just like you know bigger cities LA and New York where there's already a multicultural um, base there so they obviously know about soccer but now you have uh, the ability to reach way more people yeah for sure I was I was talking to my friends about it and I was uh, saying if, if we all had enough money I think the best investment to, would be to buy like a sports team wise to buy like an MLS team yeah whether it's even <laughs> Even uh, MLS, USL, whichever yeah. one, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of pe- a lot of investors are investing in USL because their insp- expansion fees aren't as high, mm-hmm. and um, you still you're still reaching some markets, um, and their expansion is, is just as fast, if not faster, than uh, MLS. So it's only going to continue to expand, and uh, MLS would be another wise investment too because with the world cup coming the yeah. amount of foreign players that are coming into this league uh it's, it's, it's it, you're just scratching the surface of the potential yeah for sure and moving moving into foreign players and stuff how what would you think what were your thoughts on the world cup this year uh it was amazing besides the fact that nigeria didn't uh didn't didn't go through i yeah. thought they had it uh we were excited for them but argentina ended up taking it so uh, it was a good World Cup. You know, a lot of people were worried because U.S. wasn't in it, but yeah. this was actually one of the, the most exciting World Cups in a while. So I'm uh, excited to see what happens in the next four, four and a half years and how Qatar uh, kind of tops this one. Yeah, for sure. Well, Nigeria definitely had the freshest jerseys. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, the jerseys don't win games, but yeah. we, had, we did have some fresh jerseys. For sure. And do you think uh, 
U.S. is going to make the next World Cup? Uh, yes, they should. I think uh, I think that was a wake up call. They're not qualifying, and then yeah. the the younger generation kind of got a kind of kind of golden generation on our hands. So hopefully, um, you know, people are ready to perform. Yeah, for sure. So what is uh, what are you listening to right now? What's on your playlist? Uh, music wise, or yeah. like uh, like Audible podcast? Uh, bo- uh, let's go with both. Uh, so right now on the Audible, I got Good to Great, okay. um, and then um, I just and then Side Hustle. Uh, uh, what else do I got? And uh, Pound Foolish. So those are all been recommendations. So I I use some of, some credits that I got for my birthday, order mm-hmm. those up. Um, so that's on the Audible. On the podcast, I'm listening to JJ Ray podcast. He just recently had a good episode. Um, it was like a Q and A. Um, there was a good episode that I, I got like saved, um, Bill Simmons with Jay Williams. And apparently he has another one with Denzel Washington that I'm supposed to listen to. And then music rotation. Oh, I really, my brother got me on, uh, Ace Boogie. So I've been listening to him a lot lately. Uh, and then Drake's album obviously came out. So I've been listening to that. And I think I'm still playing some, uh, Nipsey Hussle cause his album was fresh <laughs> and, uh, and uh, it gotta go with my guy Pusha T because I, I like I've always liked him. That's that's what's currently in the rotation right now. Damn, we're going with Pusha T and Drake. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta go both. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like Switzerland. I mean, I go both sides. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's. Oh, I didn't even know JJ Reddick had a podcast. I'll check it out. All these athletes have podcasts now. Yeah, all these athletes have podcasts, and they're all really good too. That's the thing. Yeah. So well, like, yeah, gotta they, listen to them. Yeah, they got the good setup. So yeah. So uh, what other entrepreneurs are you following? To be honest, uh, uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I like to follow right now. Uh, in terms of athlete entrepreneurs, uh, Paul Rabel, yeah. he's a really he's a really good guy. Um, I've connected with him a couple times via email and uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things he's doing with his whole—he's trying to build a little conglomerate. I shouldn't say little, but he's building a conglomerate. He has a media media avenue, investment avenue, and uh, he has his uh, own business with his with his camps and uh, also has a charity foundation. So he's a good example that I follow from afar. Yeah, sure. uh, who else would I look at? Um, that would be, that's, he's the main guy. There's a couple other ones. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. So yeah, LeBron think, James, with what he's doing. Yeah, I sure. mean, I feel like all the basketball players are building out different cool things yeah. um, with uh, whether their media companies yeah, majority, but... I saw Derek Rose started a scholarship thing today for like he started with like 400k or something. I don't know if he's doing it like per year or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean the amount of Adidas money he has, he could probably yeah. do it every day. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, I looked up that too before, and uh, his contract like his boys are just getting like paid like 50k, 100k just to be quote unquote consultants. That's good. I mean, <laughs> it's always good instead of having it from his own paycheck. You know, yeah. use his leverage. He was able to use his leverage to help out. You know his his close circle and yeah. that's what it's all about at yeah. the end of the day instead yeah. of uh, that's what it means to be a fool to be honest leverage your leverage your work and help out your people yeah for sure that's a I'm, I'm sure that's keeping him motivated to stay on the W I meant the NBA roster yeah oh uh, you you uh I know you listen to Gary V, right? Yeah, Gary V. I listen to him quite a bit. Uh, you can't, I can't, I can only take him in doses though. But yeah, for I, sure. I've read his, I've read his books, um, sure. and I, I follow him on YouTube. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, what else do you like to do in your free time? Uh, to be honest, yeah, I like to just chill, chill with the family. Yeah. Uh, I'm really close with my family, especially right now since I'm training back in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, hanging out with the family, uh, my girlfriend. Uh, like to do some fun things, whether it's uh, you know. Being out, being outdoors, 
golfing a lot. There you go. And uh, that, that, that's basically it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a low-key guy. Gotcha. Are you into uh, video games or not? Esports? Uh, nah, not really. I mean, I'll play FIFA every now and then, but I'm not going out of my way to go play FIFA yeah. um, or play video games. Um, I haven't even played the Fortnite. My, my youngest brother yeah. plays, but uh, I'm not really on it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't really get into it either. I don't, I don't really like those type of games anyways. But it's doing numbers. Apparently. Yeah, I know. It's doing, it's doing numbers. It doesn't, I mean, it makes sense, but like, it it's just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, growing up, your parents are always like, yo, you gotta get off your video games, blah, 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 you know? Now all of a sudden, like, yeah. people are making millions of video, playing video games. Exactly. It's like, you should have let me be playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guess you, you really never know. Like, like stuff just happens that wasn't in existence to make money, like, year, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I think it's, it's only here to stay. That The esports space is only going to grow. That's the good thing about it. Yeah, for sure. For, I mean, uh, for the video game guys. Yeah, I mean, it was even, it's even like televised on ESPN. I saw they were drafting for like the 2K League for uh, NBA. Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Wow. They, they literally had a draft. It was on like ESPN 2, and they were drafting the players for, because the, the teams like own, like the NBA teams own their own teams. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's smart business on their part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And they, it's pretty dope what they did. They made the logo. They used their logo, but like altered it, and it looks like cool actually. Probably, I'm, I'm thinking they'll probably make like some jerseys, make them like alternate jerseys, and wear them during the season or something. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That'd be cool. Yeah, That'd be for sure. Really cool. Well, I appreciate your time coming on, and let everybody know where they can find you and a frugal athlete. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, my personal accounts: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Uh, Amobi says, A-M-O-B-I says, um, Frugal Athlete, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, what else are we on? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, A Frugal Athlete, um, and then check us out on our website, www.afrugalathlete.com, podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google Play, all that, Um, A Frugal Athlete Podcast, and uh, that's basically it, man, Um, DMs are open. For serious inquiries only, so I'm I'm really open and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you coming on. No, no, thanks for having me. You know, we always stay in touch, so I appreciate you having me. I know you're a busy guy as well, and I look forward to hearing this go live. Yeah, for sure. He's wild. He's sweet. He'll shred your couch on a whim, then come crawling back to you, purring happily at your feet. His behavior may be erratic, but he's still the world's best cat, who deserves nothing less than world's best cat litter. The number one natural and sustainable litter brand with no harmful chemicals or silica dust. Trade your clay today. Get world's best cat litter for the world's best cat.